Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Really Rad Dad podcast. It's been a little bit since we've hit the recording studio, but we're here today. We've got a lot to bring you. So, Keith, I say we just we just dive right in. I'm Jordan. You know, we're right here, as always, with, with my man, my co-host, Keith. Yes, sir. And, uh, Keith, update us, man. I, I don't think we've, we've talked since, since you got you got some uh, trophies to show off. Yeah, yeah. On? We got we got a Heisman from uh, from Garrett Green. We got some uh, other hardware from our linebackers, defensive ends. But most importantly, we got that natty. We got right. that natty. Um, the coveted natty. Took us five years um, as an assistant. Uh, third year as a head coach, um, took Barstool Big Cat four as a head coach. So just saying, just saying. Calling him out. Calling him <laughs> out. Calling you out. Come on, Dougs. Get on our level here. <laughs> um, now, so, yeah, won the natty. Um, started the season off real strong and then went into Penn State in the Happy Valley, and I did not have a good feeling about it. We lost. Um, it's okay, though. We're number seven. Um, so, you know, we're five and one right now, so we'll probably not get to get in that natty again, but, uh, we'll get in the big, you know, get in a Rose Bowl or something. It's just as fun almost, but, um, you know, I, I turn off the setting. So like the national championship is either like it rotates. I didn't realize this was a thing before that people are doing. It's like the orange bowl is the national championship. Oh, okay. Rose bowl is the national championship. So it's kind of cool. You can make it rotate like that. So it'll be a neat feature going forward. Anyway, Coach Meckley is 41-4, and four, coming up on that 50th win here. That's a strong record, though. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he sent out – you know, I got with him. I was like, hey, you want to get a Natty Daddy and just kind of post a video? And he's like, yeah, awesome. you win a Nash, you know, you uh, win a Natty, you pound a Natty. So That's right. That's right. That's how it goes. Those are the rules. Yep, yep. When so, Natty, you know the rules. <laughs> yep. So, um, you know, I guaranteed five years. I'm still committed to that. So that's uh, three more years after this. So um, not going to look forward. I've got some schools on my mind, but I'm not going to discuss yet. Um, yeah, probably first week of October, maybe last week of September. We'll find out here. Wow. Depends how much my son wants to sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so um, going off of NCAA football, we've got some NCAA football news, obviously. If you, you know, live under a rock, um, three of the big of the Power Five conferences are still playing. So the um, Pac-10 and the Big Ten, Pac-12 and the Big Ten, are mm-hmm. not playing this year. They just came out with the most meaningless top – 25 of all time um they're meaningless preseason anyway but they still had ohio state penn state on there it's like okay why (laughs) but uh yeah there's a lot of players that are opting out now big players that are going to get drafted too so that you know goes into it and um if i'm an nfl team this year i'm trading out as much as possible because there's so much unknown you're gonna see a record amount of trades in the upcoming draft i don't mean to look too far ahead but in april record setting amount so i don't we won't won't even have we might even have the nfl draft until like june because they can push it back oh yeah so if you if you have i mean i don't maybe stuff has changed since i last heard but if if any if any um conferences are thinking about doing spring ball that pushes the draft up a lot. I mean, months. Right. 
So. Yeah, like we were talking about before, though. I mean, it couldn't have come on at the most perfect time because it was a week after the season ended. Right. So they've had some time to sit back, see what other leagues are doing. The NBA, they had yeah. a few hiccups, but for the most part, they're doing well now. Yep. MLB, same deal. At first, there were a few hiccups, but now they're doing big, well. Big hiccups, but yeah. they clean that up. Yep. So there was a lot of doubt as to whether that was going to go on. Right. And in the yeah. NBA, you had Lou Williams who went to a strip club and claimed he went for the wings. The wings, yep. Okay. Okay, I, saw, I did see a post, and they posted a picture of the wings. I'm like, okay, those look pretty good. They did look good? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. But still, like, you got to know. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was funny. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that rolls into it. I feel like there's no harm in starting the season a month or two late, too. Right. I mean, like, right. so what if you play into February, March, April? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you got an off season that lasts six months usually. So it's right. like. What's the harm, honestly? Um, you know, it's good that they start later, though, because they get to learn from these other leagues. You know, um, training camp kicked off. There hasn't been many issues thus far. A few Eagles players got it, but immediately did the right thing, backed out, said, okay, I'm going to go, you know, uh, set my two weeks out, you know. So um, it's been going well so far. We'll see what happens, though. I think they're um, – you know, they're going to skip preseason, I feel like. I feel like it's still going to start on time. The way it's going now could change. Could change tomorrow. Could change, you know, usually we post an episode and then something insane happens in the sports right. until two hours later. Right. So watch that happen. <laughs> but, well, they won't have any preseason games, though. Is that what you mean? Games or just just – I don't think they're going to end up having any preseason games. Um, I well, thought, they voted – didn't they agree to – so I know the first two got cut. I don't know if the second two yet, but I know Zero. the first two. Yeah, look it up. No no preseason. Oh, good. That's probably that's why for the best. A lot of teams are doing a lot more live live drills and live scrimmages because they're, they need to get used to hitting because there's no no preseason. So Yeah, I was wondering because I was watching the Eagles practice. And I'm like, man, they're hitting a lot, which is good. So right. that's, that's probably why. Yeah. Um, great studying on my part. <laughs> so we have uh dave portnoy the founder and you know the end-all be-all of barstool sports he just he's moving to philadelphia and uh it's a big deal because a lot of uh his you know good friends are going to come with him and a lot of the people from the office in new york city are going to come with him too uh he says it's like a second home to him hmm. and then he had some other news so New Era Field in Buffalo, uh, Orchard Park for Buffalo Bills, um, ended their contract with them for naming rights. They had a big dispute, and Dave Portnoy is, I, and I quote, very serious about naming rights to Buffalo Bills Stadium. Really? Barstool Stadium. Dude, I didn't know that. How <laughs> insane would that be? That's a power move. Oh, my right? God. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, what a mecca that would make it. And, wow. And it's hours away from me. It's like, oh, right. yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so big barstool guy. That would put the butts in the seats. That would yep. get it done. He loves Buffalo. I mean, he yeah, tailgated he there for a pizza review. He goes there a lot. So, um, and then going off NFL, have you got to watch Hard Knocks yet? No. So, I'm waiting until there's maybe, like, one or two episodes left so I can – subscribe for a month and then just binge it all because i 
Otherwise, I think it lasts like the duration. I think it's five episodes. That's like two months. So yeah, I can't afford that. So I'm just going to condense it and just do binge it and do one month worth. So yeah, I'm dying though, them. man. I'm a big hard knocks guy. Yeah, same. They can make it. I mean, they can make the worst possible team for it. They can make you love them oh, yeah. by the time it's yeah. over. Um, it is the Rams, but also they're doing the um, Chargers apparently, which is cool. Um, I'm interested to see Austin Eckler because he's one of my favorite players. He's one of my most intriguing because he plays guitar. You should see his videos he posts. I mean, this dude, all he does is work out. He's a machine. And uh, he got his uh, he got paid in the offseason, and now he's kind of the go-to guy for them. I don't so, know if uh, I can follow the Chargers, so I don't know if I can look this yeah, guy Yeah, that's true for you. That's true, very true. <laughs> but um, I'm interested to watch that to see how that plays out. We use uh, Emily's friend's account, just like for everything else. So <laughs> lucked out there. Um, and then um, do you have any NFL news before I hit uh, another? I mean, not necessarily news, just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on the uh, Earl Thomas drama. What a mess that guy in his life is. I mean, you had obviously a, a, a top, what, 10 organization is getting rid of you. Actually, two top 10 organizations in the NFL within the last, what, 17 months got rid of you. Yeah. The whole drama with his wife and her holding him at gunpoint because she walks in on him, obviously, you know, doing, doing stuff he shouldn't have done. Yep. Now he's getting in multiple fights, multiple teammates not wanted in the locker room they're cut they finally re release him if he if he wins though and he, they have to pay him he's going to be their biggest cap hit and he won't even be playing for them this year so just what a mess that's been what a mess and i promise you i mentioned this i tagged you on twitter when he was first released there was a lot of people saying look for the eagles to go after him so when i said that to you i wasn't you know, you know uh, I thought you were that was, that was, I don't think so anymore, but at the time, that's what I was hearing. Yeah, yeah, I would not like that. Um, just since his time, the way he left uh, Seattle, I don't appreciate the way. It's very unprofessional that he left. He was very vocal about not wanting to be there. It's like if you're on a team, be on a team, be part of it, you know. Um, and then the massive contract, way overpaid, went to, you know, Baltimore. Um, you know, he's a great safety. I'll give you that. He's been oh, hurt yeah. a lot, but yeah. he's a great safety. He way underperformed on that contract last year. Somehow he still made a Pro Bowl because of the name. If you actually watch the film, look at the stats, he did not have a good year last year. And he got paid about $18 million, I think it was. Yeah. And it's like, man, like, it's just a name at this point. It's just a name. Like, and he's over 30. It's, you know, he's not going to get any younger, any healthier. So. I would not like him on my team. I don't think we need him. I don't think with the cap situation, a lot of teams are going to be going after him anyway because him, big-headed, he's going to want the money. Uh, and that's what's happening to Clowney. See, one of our first episodes, we were talking about him. We're still talking about him being in April. Yep, yep. So, um, you know, there's some guys that still want money out there. How can you possibly ask for money right now when everyone knows the cap is going to go down nearly a hundred million next year. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I got one last thing for NFL for myself anyway. Uh, Cam in New England, um, all the coaches have been ranting and raving about him. Quarterback coach, offensive line coach, everyone has just been saying how 
how crisp in the pocket he's been. Just he looks fresh is like the overall vibe I've been getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, because he's in New England, so <laughs> he got. Paid. Are they gonna? Are they even gonna miss a beat? Like, I mean, are they gonna just dominate their division and then make the playoffs and just roll through the AFC? I mean, yeah. come on, just I, not even gonna miss a beat. I know. I'm like, oh yeah, Bill's got the division. Nope. Nope. Um, I talked to a few people at work this morning and, you know, just the hate for Cam is just way too widespread. And I get it for the most part because, you know, he's kind of a tool. He's a tool. He is such a tool. But the, the performance on the field speaks for itself. Um, you know, former MVP, went to Super Bowl, did terrible yeah. Super Bowl. But um, so – Were you talking to Bills fans at work, though? Because that would explain – Yeah, that. that's the thing, though. Like, they don't know. They don't know. Like, I'm sorry, Bills fans, but yeah. – yeah. <laughs> um, So, you know, the big thing is, well, he'll just get hurt again. I pumped the brakes on that a little bit. So, let me just go over the injury history a little bit. Last time he got hurt was October 18th of last year. Um, or no, I'm sorry. That was erase that blank that um, September 19th of last year. So that was his foot. The mm-hmm. foot isn't as much of a concern. He sat out the remainder of the year. They said he could have came back in week 15. He just said, you know what? Let's rest it. We're not in the playoffs. Let's just scrap this year. And that's fine because he had the lingering shoulder issue, which people weren't sure if he was a hundred percent. It was, in the same realm of Andrew Luck. That's how bad it was. Right. So that injury was in October of 2018. He's got almost two full years of having that shoulder where you're essentially not throwing at all. Right. Um, you know, just in physical therapy and only the last month or two, he's been throwing, you know, competitively since being with the Patriots. I feel like he's fully healed and he's ready and I feel like he wants to prove a lot of guys wrong. He's going to have a big chip. Yeah, they're going to – I feel like they're going to tailor that offense for him. I mean, I'm not saying 30 touchdowns, but I wouldn't be surprised either. Right, right. Like, the way that these Patriots coach, coaches talk about him, they've seen a thing or two in their days. Yeah. So, right. I yeah, mean – They say that he's – leaps and bounds ahead of the other other quarterbacks on the team in terms of getting the starting job. And I'm telling you, if we, if, if it's MVP cam next year, look out because with Bill Belichick and that, that talent in, in cam, and if he can perform like he did in that MVP year, here we go again. It's over. Yeah. Here we go yeah. again. Yep. So I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Cause it's um, you know, when he got, when he got signed, everyone was like, yeah, I think Stidham's still the guy. Right. But now that we've seen a few weeks of training camp, everyone's like, I think Cam's the guy. Like, everyone's and, like, he's definitely the guy. And what would be crazy is if we're right, and, and this does happen, and he tears up, he tear, goes crazy, and they, they go, they, you know, they do their thing. They sign him for $1 million. Yep, yep, essentially free. I mean. And then I mean, like, contract he's going to demand next season. <laughs> yeah. You know, Bill Belichick's not really going to want to pay him. No. So we'll get to that bridge when we get there, but I feel like there's going to be a disparity. Hey, let's pay $20 million a year just like we did for Brady for years. Right. Uh, that's He's going to say, no, nah, I'm all set. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. But yeah. uh, So I, that's all I got for NFL news. There's a lot. There's a lot to throw in there. Do you got anything yeah. else before we hit the next list? No, man, that's it. I'm just glad to see that the number, the the COVID 
you know, casual, no, I don't, shouldn't say casualties, that's the wrong word, but the, the COVID uh, positives have been super low, if, if, if barely any, and the ones that are, are false negatives anyway. So let's just, let's just keep hoping for that and just, oh man, I'm just, I'm starting, you know, starting to get anxious about it, but so far so good. Yeah, I think so far, I mean, it's been a roughly over a little over a month since training camp has begun for most teams and it's went really well. Yeah. I didn't think it'd be going this well. So um, I, think I, I think I heard that there's like 26, 2,600 players right now. So 2,600 players right now on, in the NFL on, on, on 32 teams and only three positive cases. Is that maybe, my, maybe, maybe my research is wrong, but I mean, that's awesome. So that's it's fantastic. Um, I'll say the Eagles didn't do great with it because they had Lean Johnson and Doug Peterson test positive. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. It happens. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, At least they're not sneaking girls into the facilities. <laughs> yeah, right? Put a wig on them. I love to see the memes after that. Oh, man. <laughs> but uh, That guy just ruined his NFL career. Yeah, right. Now, how about your boy, your boy, Damon Arnett? Going mano e mano with Henry Ruggs. I got to shout like. that out. He played, I mean, like, uh, just the technical standpoint, man, yeah. I, if I'm a Raiders fan, I'm real excited. I am. Stride for stride with him. Yeah. And I saw something yesterday. It was um, they, they plan on Ruggs to be like that A-B role. Yep. To pick up where he left off and what they wanted to be for him. So they've which got is not going to happen, but yeah, they've got a lot of optimism, which is great. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, great. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. But uh, I'm excited. I think um, you don't do two teams in a row for hard knocks, but they would have been an interesting team. I know. I mean, they're right. most—they're probably the most intriguing team in the NFL. I'm not saying this because right. you're a Raiders fan, and I'm. I, bar you wouldn't none. just you wouldn't just say that. Yeah, yeah. That I mean that that's the most intriguing team. I'm really, they could be a ten win team. They could be a six win team. I don't know. You know, like it's just such a gray area right now. But it'll be like very um just entertaining to see them. I think they could even sneak in a game against Kansas City at this point. I mean, it'd have to be at home because they played a terrible in KC. But um, shoot, that new stadium could bring some real good vibes. And honestly, if there's no fans in the stands, then you know maybe. And they, I don't, I, I don't know the schedule. I'll have to look it up. Maybe if they play in KC early, because although I'm the biggest car supporter around, he doesn't play good in cold weather. So if their if their game at KC is earlier in the year, so it's not in cold weather, then hey, yeah, I, I'm all I'm all about you know giving them a chance at, at going one and one against KC, but. Yeah, I feel yeah, like it's without the crowd noise too. Watch, you'll see like New Orleans and and uh, Atlanta. It's still gonna be like like a billion decibels because they pump yeah. the crowd noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're talking about doing that. Like, so like, where's this coming from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel That'll like be so I, weird. Yeah, I feel like you're gonna see you're gonna see um, players who don't really come up big time. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're gonna see them kind of thrive. Like Kirk Cousins might actually like ball out this year right, win right. a playoff game or two because there's yeah. not that crowd noise there's not right. you know right. I feel like guys that don't come up in the clutch right. are looking for this <laughs> hey Kirk Cousins won his first primetime game last year so he's That's clutch true. now <laughs> primetime Kirk yeah I'm a we're we're cousins guys but man he's got to win some more playoff games I agree I agree <laughs> not against us but <laughs> right 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 but uh anyway let's uh let's kick off dive into the meat potatoes yes sir so let's 
kick off our first list for top cornerbacks in the NFL. Let's do it. Um, you want to hit, hit us with your first? Your number sure, five. I will, Keith. I base it all on last year alone. So there's guys that could have been in this list just in terms of, in general, top corners in, in the NFL that I don't have on here just because they didn't perform really how they usually do. Like, for example, Marshawn Lattimore in, in New Orleans. I didn't have him on my list, but he's a, he's a great maybe top ten in general. At times, two years ago, maybe he was a top five corner. But So it's more of a what have you done for me lately kind of a list. And I'll tell you, I had fun with this list, but it was tough when I was growing up being a, um, a corner. Which that was my favorite. I was obsessed with watching corners. That's why I played football. Seawood, Charles Woodson. So this was, a, this was probably my favorite top five list we've done so far, maybe other than quarterback. But um, number five, I'm hitting you with your new boy, Darius. Let's go. He's got to make a top five, man. I mean, I wanted the Raiders to get him bad. So landed with you. I'm happy at least for that. Two picks, 13 passes defense. Uh, he didn't have any, you know, touchdowns, but that's all right. It's hard to score. It's hard to get a pick six. Um, 46 tackles. Honestly, it's so hard to grade corners because if you're a good corner, your stats don't show that. Right. Yep. It's really hard to show you're a good corner in the stat book. So yep. it's really hard to do this. So, yeah, maybe two picks isn't great. 13 pass defense isn't, isn't awesome. But, I mean, you just watch the guy. He's a stud. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like when you say that, um, you know, corners, their stats don't show, more of an eye test sometimes with these guys. Yep. And that's why I was a big Marcus Peters fan. I know you're, it's one of your most hated players. Because <laughs> he was – I mean, he's not in Kansas City anymore. Such a thug, though. But a guy that – and yeah, in his first couple of years, um, wasn't really taken seriously. Yeah. He had over 30 passes defended his first two years. See, I think he had, like, 40-something. It was, in, like, insane numbers. Yeah. So, yeah. like, guys were still willing to throw at him, but he backed it up, and he was a right. dog his first two dog. years. Dog. Year three, he got burned a little bit. Uh, yep. Year four, he came back. Um, I think that was last year. Um, I didn't put him on my list, but he's an honorable mention for me. Okay. Um, yep. I just can't put him ahead of these guys, though. Um, honorable mention, I got Lattimore, too. Um, it's just tough, though, this year to put him in that top five. Sherman, I wanted to put in the top five, but he didn't show up in prime time against the Chiefs for me. I mean, Tyreek burned him multiple times. Um, I love him. I, I was really close to putting him at number five. Um, and then a guy that you're going to see in top fives in the next few years, uh, Jair Alexander from the Packers. Yep. He, I mean, he's got, like, Stefan Gilmore potential almost. Like, very he's getting, solid. He's getting burned, apparently, in practice by my boy. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm still, I'm still rooting for him to come to Oakland so Carr can – they can get reunited, but – Yeah, Devontae, yep. Devontae's my boy. He's burning your boy, Jair. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But um, number five, I also have Slay. <laughs> no way. Yeah. yeah. I think that might be the only thing, based on what you were just saying, that might be the only thing we agree on in this list. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think um, I think right away I'm like, I don't think he's going to like this list. Um, yeah. most, <laughs> most passes defended since 2015, though, for Slay. And it's 100 on the nose. So, I mean, in five years, roughly 20 a year. Right. So, um. Let's see, last two years, 30 passes defended, five interceptions. Um, mm -hmm. I'm happy and thrilled to have him on my team. He's 28. He's not too old. 
he's throwing on the number 24 this year in honor of Kobe Bryant. So I'm dope. more than ecstatic. I want to get that jersey, but I'm going to wait right. like week eight or ten just to make sure it's not an awesome wild catastrophe. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Dude. So, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my number five Darius Slay, too. Well, so, Keith, since the NFL doesn't vote MVP based on the postseason, I can't put players in this list based on the postseason. So I put Sherman at four. You're right. That's he fair. didn't show up in the Super Bowl. He got burnt. But regular season, though, he was a first-team All-Pro. Oh, yeah, he was great. And I'm not a huge Richard Sherman fan, actually. I think that he needs help over the top to be good. He is good at what he does. I'll give him that. He is maybe the best at his style of, of defense. But I like my corners to be shut down, locked on the entire side of the field, Darrell Rivas style. He's not that. So I'm not a big Sherman guy, but the numbers back him up. The accolades back him up. Three picks, 11 pass defense, 61 tackles, and a, you know a pick six. So – and again, like I said, he was on that, voted on that um, first team all pro. So Sherm's four for me. Don't like the guy. He's smart, well spoken, and he does what he does really good. But just in general, I'm not a huge Sherm fan, but I got it. I got to respect him. Yeah, I definitely think, like, in the, like, within the 10 yards that he controls, it's yeah. all him, right. even the 15 yards. Beyond right. that, I will say he does need some safety help over the top. Yep. Always I has. Think- He's always been a sensational tackler, and that's always something that people look over um, for corners. Um, I think he's going to last a very long time still in the NFL. I think he's going to be like a Woodson where they're going to flip him to safety because the ability to tackle, because his ability to kind of do it all. Very smart, smart, yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to play until he's 35, 36, honestly. Like like they're going to move him to safety, and it's going to be seamless. Yep. Um, number four, I actually have Jalen Ramsey, number four. So I like him a lot. Yep. He's always been my boy. He's my dude, right? Yep. Florida State guy. I used to watch him a lot more when he played there. Um, just didn't show up as much last year, I feel like. And a lot of it was he didn't have a lot of safety help. But for me, it's like the Rams go out and get him. But they get scored on 40 points, 50 points, 40 points, 30 points. Why did they get him if he's not even going to shut down his guys? I mean, these guys really weren't affected that much by it. I mean, you know, there were times where, sure, you know, he helped out a lot. But I feel like he needed a lot of help around him, too. I don't know. Change of scenery is always tough. But um, I think he kind of slipped a little bit this past year. So Jalen Ramsey is my – my number four. He only had five passes defended last year, by the way. Keith, I love Jalen Ramsey. I love him. I like that. This just his style, just physical, talks trash. I love that in a corner. He's big, and yep. in fact, I think he might be in Vegas next year because I think there was like some subtle tweeting going on in the off season between him and some Raiders players. So you might see you might see him in the silver and black next yeah. year. But he's another player I was talking about when I, at the beginning when I said there's guys that should be in this list based on just general their career that couldn't do it on last year alone, but he was exactly who I meant. Jalen Ramsey is a top five corner. In this league. He just had a down year. So I couldn't put him on this list for, for, for right now, but hundred percent agree with you. He's a top five corner. He's a shutdown corner. I really like him. And I really hope he's with us next year. I'll yeah. be happy with them not getting Darius Slay. 
yeah he comes over to the dark side yeah right i yeah. i almost felt weird putting slay ahead of him though i'm just right he's still young too that's the thing i mean he's not like a slay where he's 28 he's probably got four or five really good years left um if he's lucky um right. ramsey he's 24 i believe mm-hmm. so he's got a lot of good years ahead of him yep so keith my number three is somebody that you said um Honorable mention, and I agree, he could have been left out of my top five, but I feel like once that trade happened and he went to Baltimore, he balled out, and that's Marcus Peters. Okay, wow. Like you Look said, at you with Marcus Peters love. Let's go. Dude, I'm, I'm being unbiased. I'm being professional, a professional podcaster. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not doing it here. Let's go. A professional podcaster. Five picks, 14 passes defense, three touchdowns. I mean, he 53 total tackles. One fumble recovered, balled out in Baltimore. So I hate to do it, but like I said, got it. You got to show the respect when it's deserved and it's due. And Marcus Peters is my third. Yeah, the um, I mean, the criticisms about him being getting beat over the top that went away real quick. I mean, it, especially it helped that they had good safety play, but at the same time, he didn't need it. He played with guys stride for stride all year. He kind of took that to heart. I feel like that's always something that's fueled him his whole career. Yeah. Big trash talker. Love right. it. Right. But like uh, I said with Jalen, I got to like it. If I like it in Jalen, I got to like it in him. But when it's to your team, it just rubs you the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, like I can see if, uh, if a Cowboys corner did that too. Right. Um, absolutely. That's a good three. And I, you got the respect finally. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> it took me this long. <laughs> yeah, right. Tredavious White is my number three. Wow. Ray Trey all day day. Let's go. Right. Okay. 17 passes defended last year, six interceptions. But he's only three for you. The guy. The guy is just a monster. Yeah. That's how good the top two are, though. That's the thing. The guy's a monster. He's just the epitome of a lockdown corner. Yeah. Um, he wasn't going to play this year due to COVID, but uh, he changed his mind, actually, and now he is. And um, I think the Bills with him and then Stephon Diggs, on, they got a really good chance, you know, yeah. of winning that division. That's an 11-win <laughs> team for me right now. Um, you know, you, they got all the pieces. Um you know, Tredavious White, I've liked him. I thought he's been underrated his whole career so far. And um, I feel like he's comfortably my number three. Yep. I, you know, I, at least he's top three. I, I will agree to that. He's a stud. He's a, he's shut down corner, which is what I love. But he's number two for me just because, like I said earlier, I know I'm kind of contradicting myself. Sometimes the corners, you have to throw stats out the window because – if they're, you know, shutting down their guy, they're not going to be seen. They're not going to get those stats because no one's throwing to them. But at the same time, if you get six picks, 17 passes defense, 58 tackles, two forced fumbles, I mean, you're balling. So he's number two for me. Yep. Yeah, he's a gamer for sure. Yeah, he'll get in there, put his hand in there, try to strip it. Yep. Um, that's your two? Okay. Um, I've got actually Marlon Humphrey for my number two. Okay extremely solid i feel like he's yep. very underrated he's a lot like tredavious white where he's been in the league the same amount of years and guys more and more and more have been talking about him as a top corner in the league right. um the past two years 29 passes defended and five interceptions but the thing is about that people don't throw his way anymore too right. so now marcus peters plays into that too 
So now he's racking up all the interceptions and passing right. defended too. Right. I feel like Baltimore's gonna be so good this year. They're gonna win 14 games. I feel like again. Again. Um, Marlon Humphrey. I mean, he's got size, speed. Um, he's nasty. He can get his hand in there too. I mean, he can. He can be a future safety too because he's kind of a guy that can do it all. Um, right. Kind of like a Sherman, but like younger. He's 22, yep. 23 years old. And, you know, earlier I said Slay has 30 passes defended, five interceptions. Or, yeah, in the last two years. Two years. Where yeah. Humphrey has 29 and five. However, Humphrey has age on his side. He has right. – he's, like, been trajectory – his trajectory is still going yeah. up. Right. Um, i probably put him a little high, but you know what? Part of it's the eye test, too. Every time I watch the Ravens, when I was watching them in the playoffs, I'm like, this guy – gives up zero space i mean airtight right so that's my number two yeah no like you said like we said earlier keith a lot of corner judging corners as i test uh he's right there for me i could have put him in i probably would have if i did an honorable mention have him there could have had him break in in my top five maybe i could have bumped you know somebody out darius or somebody i don't know um i just that you're right their secondary is incredible they're probably going to win 14 games again this year and they'll probably be the the Chiefs and the Ravens in the AFC Championship, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But I think we agree. I don't know. I'm just guessing here based on our list already. I'm pretty sure we agree. And this guy, he the stats back it up. The accolades. He just won Defensive Player of the Year, and he's the style of corner that I like to see. He'll lock you down, and he gets the stats somehow. Stephon Gilmore is a star. He's a Trayvon Mullen. Just kidding. I was gonna say <laughs> you don't know the Raiders then, dude. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he's a beast. His play, his 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 numbers, his awards speak for himself. I don't need to say anything for the guy. He's already done it. Absolutely. I mean, twenty passes defended last year, six picks. Yep. Uh, I don't know when the last time a defense. Yeah, two touchdowns. I don't know when the last time defensive player of the year went to a corner. Honestly. Has it? I don't think Revis even got one. So, no, I think he now. got one. I think he got one. Like in 2010 or 11. I think I think it was Re, uh, Rex Ryan's maybe first or second year there. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll have to look it up. Uh, it's pretty rare that a corner gets it, though. It's pretty rare. Was that? No, go ahead. You you, you said it. Yeah. You well, said especially it. when you got guys, you know, getting 20 plus sacks in a start. Right. You had. Um, uh, what's his name from the uh, Bucks? There, the defensive end who I felt like got no love. He had 19 and a half sacks. I said 20 plus, but yeah, he had 19 and a half sacks, and it's right. like nobody cared because Gilmore was doing such a phenomenal job with New England, right. locking down the side of the field. Just like you said, I mean, nobody yeah. had anywhere to go to with him on the field. Yeah, you know, now that now that I'm thinking about it, and I am going to look this up because it's killing me. Woodson might have been the last DB. I not he he was a safety when he won it, but he might have been the last DB that won corn or uh, a defensive MVP that I can think of. But I'm going to look it up because Rebus might have gotten that. Yeah, Shaquille Barrett was the uh, defensive end. I was thinking from the box. Oh yes, yep, yep. An incredible year, but didn't even matter because you know right. Gilmore had just better year. Yeah. And I'm not going to you know. Usually defensive ends win it. It was a nice change, honestly. Yeah. So, Keith, that was a fun list, man. I, I it was hard to make. I'm not gonna lie, but at the same time, I love, I love. That's my favorite position to watch, other than quarterback. So it was, that was a fun. That was that took me back to like the reason I got into football. 
Yeah, that was a great list. I had a lot of fun even making it, like just jotting it all down. So Right, right. Let's get into what matters most, though. This is a food podcast, so let's do it. Yeah, big foodies, big foodie guys, big foodie dads. Top cereals. I will say real quick before you kick it off, Keith, I think this might be the list that we argued the most on. Definitely, definitely. So, we definitely get into it. Tastes. Yeah, yeah. So um, you want to hit it first? Sure, I'll tell you what, I'll do my honorable mention because I did have an honorable, honorable mention here. Um, but let me tell you this though, I'm actually not a big cereal guy. Me either. I probably <laughs> haven't had a bowl of cereal in two years. Wow. Yeah, wow. I'm not. I as a kid, I would eat it, of course, cheap. But I don't eat. Rather eat breakfast too much anymore. I coffee fills me up. So just not a huge cereal guy. But I, I there's cereals that I like enough to be able to make a list. But my honorable mention is Apple Jacks. I love that growing up. I okay. love anything apple flavored. Anything across the board, you name it. I mean, even Wegmans last fall, they came out with Honeycrisp bagels, and I was mouthing those down. So yep. anything apple related, I like. But my honorable mention is Apple Jacks. My number five is the cereal that I grew up on. I ate it all the time as a kid. This is what my parents always bought for me because I always wanted it. Golden Grahams. Ooh, yes. If I have it now, it's not a great cereal. It's just mediocre, but, you know, nostalgia reasons. I'm going going Golden Grahams number five. They taste great, honestly. And it's so funny because our number fives match up last time. What do you know? Golden Grams. Yeah. Golden Grams. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. How about that? I want to throw an honorable mention in that you're going to hate. Raisin Bran. (laughs) How do I log off of this? (laughs) So, dude, like, raisins, I'm going to just, like, go off on them. I'm going to go off on America right now. Why do you hate Listeners, if you want to fast forward at this point, go ahead. Raisin... Raisin haters, I hate you. Um, I, it's just they got so many varieties now. They got the the vanilla clusters with them. You know, um, something my grandpa used to do is uh, it sounds pretty gross probably. He used to take a dollop, like a scoop of peanut butter, and plop it right in. Just like take little pieces of peanut butter with it. It's good. It goes together. You know. That Raisin, might that might have me sold. That sounds good. That that's the only way I eat it. But uh, Cookie Crisp is another honorable mention for me, too. Grew up with that Cookie Crisp. Yeah. <laughs> we got that now for Amelia. I thought, you know, every once in a while she could have, you know, that for a bowl of cereal for breakfast. No. Nah. How do you no. kind of kid doesn't like cookies for breakfast? I know, right? Like, oh, cool, cookies for breakfast. No, no, that's about right. <laughs> so my number four, Keith, is um, – wait, did you give – yeah, you did your five. Raise yep. That's right. Uh, my number four is Captain Crunch. But Ooh. not the kind with the berries, though. It's got to be the just the original or the peanut butter kind. So yeah. I'm not a big berry Captain Crunch guy. So the all berry, <laughs> the all berry ones turns your poop green. Just so you know. Really? Okay. So see. Yeah. Yep. Last time I had <laughs> it, I'm like, okay, I'm never having that again. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> a fact of life. No, that's good. I like the uh, the peanut butter one too. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, my number four is Honey Nut Cheerios. Are you an old man? I mean, I know, right? I know. I do. I will say, like, I'll admit it. I got the flavor palette of an old man when it comes to cereals. I don't know why, but uh, I feel like it kind of piggybacks off of uh, of the uh, honey, uh, honey, honey grams. 
Um, yeah, oh yeah. You know, you got your honey, it's coated in honey. I feel like if you're yeah. gonna eat Cheerios, eat Honey Nut Cheerios, they're a thousand times better. Right, right. But big honey guy, big honey oh. podcast. Supporters. Golden Graham, yeah. <laughs> Golden Graham's Raisin Brand, Cheerios. Oh my goodness, do you have to go to bed soon? Yeah, right, I know. <laughs> you're in a white uh, t-shirt? You're in a white t-shirt. Literally, that's all old men wear is white t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, I know, I know. Oh, this God. is this is where I get serious though. So the others are, you know, they're good, they're whatever, blah blah blah. But my top three is where I get passionate. Number okay. three, is cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. Ooh, it's even three? so good that they Ooh. have a creamer, a cinnamon toast crunch creamer, an ice cream, breakfast bars. They're just taking it and running with it because they know how good it is, how popular it is. You can't touch it. I might even be crazy only having it at three, but it's there. Cinnamon toast crunch. I'll say one thing, one, one that I didn't mention was Lucky Charms. I'm not in love with the texture of biting into those, I don't know, just a texture thing for me, biting into a marshmallow in the morning and then getting it stuck in your gums. I'm not really feeling that. I don't want sugar the, in the morning. Right, or the waxy feeling on the roof of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, but they, like we just got in, I work in the dairy department at Wegmans and we just got Lucky Charms cookies in. Ooh. I tried one. Horrible. Horrible. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it the kind of like some like pre-cut and just throw them in and bake them? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe I've they're good after they're baked. I don't know. But like you're saying about the uh, uh, cinnamon toast crunch there, they make tons of things after because people are just so um, fascinated with the name of it. You know, just right. everyone growing up with it. Right. Um, my number three is Reese's Puffs. Now, I'm getting off the old man wagon here. Yes, you are. <laughs> Chocolate and peanut butter in the morning. What else can yep. you ask for? Yep. Um, a lot of people might put Cocoa Puffs in here. If you're putting Cocoa Puffs, then you're going to put Reese's Puffs above it because it's got Cocoa Puffs with peanut butter in it. What's better? Right. <laughs> so that's my three. I mean, I honestly, I might have. Put it higher now. I'm thinking hindsight about it, but you can't go wrong. Keith, how do you say that again? What was the name of the cereal? Reese's Puffs. Reese's. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was gonna. You you said it in a way that people do say it, and I was gonna have to tell you you were wrong. Oh, Reese's. No, yeah. You're, you're good. You're good. Actually, that's my number two, Keith. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so we're, maybe we don't have it on the exact spot, but we're right there. We know that it's the top three at least. We agree. Probably the couldn't lady. even bet my number one. My number one is actually kind of an older man's journal. Oh. As I'm making fun of you. So yeah, I right. could have maybe had it at one, but it's definitely at least Probably top two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The> peanut butter. <laughs> um, so you're two? Yep. You're at two now. Okay. Wait. Okay. My two, it's a weird one. It's one of those niche ones that nobody eats. Uh -huh. You're going to be like, what the hell is that? Kellogg's Blueberry with Lemon Clusters. Let me just tell you. What the you, hell is that? <laughs> you got to get it. I'm going to drop a picture in here. I'm going to drop a picture. I get it every week, multiple times a week. Because yeah. if, if I'm going to eat cereal, that's my go-to. Yeah. The blueberry with the lemon. I'm always, I've always been a big blueberry guy. Uh, delicious in the morning, though. Um, that's my go-to. That's my jam. Um, I mean, nothing adds up 
nothing compares to uh, my number one, and I'm sure you're number one too, but I had to throw it in there because it's my weekly, like the last year that I've eaten almost. So I just, I ran off because I thought I had a box of my number one, so I was going to hold it up and show you, oh. but I, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't, it's gone. But um, ready? So you, it's kind of like your number two. You just said it's one of those obscure ones. Nobody's really heard of it, or maybe they just don't really get it too much, but kind of the same for my number one, Keith. You may, you may have even never heard of it. Crackling Oat Bran. Crackling Oat Bran. They're squares. It's, it's, it looks like an O, but a square O. So it's got a cutout, a small little cutout in the center. It's like a rectangular square. Oat Bran. It is, it's the smallest box, and it's like five bucks. It's expensive. You know, and you well, I've it heard that's really good. That's definitely they, an old person cereal. But oh, 100% it's, really percent it's an old person cereal. I've heard it's great, though. <laughs> but it's so good. And actually, I probably, that's one of the ones that I, not necessarily as a kid, more of like a teen, dude. I was getting old from school and mowing down a bowl of crackling old brain. I'm going to get that now. I got to get Do that it. now. Because I so heard, good. like, people were like, this is actually pretty good. It's not like yeah. just an old man, like, boom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> pretty good cereal. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so we're up to the number one drum roll. Um, we've got Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Let's go. And not go wrong with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I don't care who you are. Nobody is not like, you know, I'm not like really into this Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's not really my thing. Everybody loves Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Everybody. It's yeah. the fan favorite. It's America. It's everything everyone's right. for. And then some. So that's, that's my right. number one. Yeah, I can't hate you for having a number one, man. It was hard for me to put it at three, but I just, I had to try the creamer. Have you tried the creamer yet? No, I haven't seen it. Um, I think I saw it at Walmart once, yeah. but uh, if I see it again, I'll definitely get it. Yeah, yeah it's, I, creamer, I, that's pretty good. Say it again. Reese's creamer. That's yeah, cool. yep, that's good. Yep. So Wegmans, I've never seen it at Wegmans. Unfortunately, the cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, yep. Walmart. We have a we have a giant grocery chain. It's called Giant down here. That's where I get it. But um, okay, oh, it's so good. It's my favorite cre coffee creamer of all time. Yeah, I I don't think we've ever gotten it in. Um, Let's see if we can. Great, <laughs> right, right. Well, Keith, you mentioned that you wanted to have a couple good would you rather. So I found a couple for you if you're ready for those. Oh, yeah. All right. So actually, I have two written down here. And then a couple days ago, Barstool posted this a, a third question. And I was like, man, that's so weird. I don't know if I should ask him that. So we'll, we'll after we do the first two, you can tell me or not if you think we should get a little weird on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm, right? I'm all for weird. Let's go. All right. All right, well, the we'll start with the first two that I had anyway, kind of a football-related one. And I was thinking of um, – I listened to, for the brand, Pat McAfee's podcast a lot. And he has Mark Sanchez on every once in a while. So it got me thinking, would you rather be known for making a butt fumble? So for those of you who don't know, Mark Sanchez, quarterback for the Jets, was – I don't remember if it was a bad snap. He was just trying to make something of it or if it was a, you know, a called quarterback scramble. But he gets the ball, gets the snap takes off, runs into his center or one of his offensive linemen, hit, hits his, literally hits the guy's rear end, falls over, fumbles the ball, they lose it. So would you rather be known for the butt fumble or injuring yourself in some ridiculous manner celebrating after a play? For example, there were two brothers that were kickers, and this is probably like early 2000s. I can't remember their names for the life of me. I think one was for the Cardinals. Maybe one was for the Chargers. Um, they were – Italian, maybe I can't remember, but he was kicked a big field goal. And it was he, the Gramatica brothers. There you go. There we yep. go. 
he was celebrating after he kicked a, just a regular field goal. Nothing crazy. It wasn't a game winner, I don't think. He was just celebrating like a tool and came down and, and hurt himself. So would you rather be known for a butt fumble or the idiot that's celebrating too much did something ridiculous and hurt yourself? So real quick, I'm just looking at my list. Did you say your number one cereal? Yeah, Cracklin' O'Brien. Oh, that was one. Okay, I just yeah. want to make sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're a kicker, though, I feel like it's a little different because people aren't expecting the level of coordination that, say, a wide receiver would display. So I feel like um, – Well, you don't have to be a kicker. Just in general, you're any position and you get hurt just doing something ridiculous. So you tried to do some fun celebrating dance and you got hurt and you look like an idiot. Yeah, I feel like um, that would definitely be worse because it's like – you're showing off, and it's like you get hurt showing off. So I guess the butt fumble, um, but, man, I guess you'd be more remembered for that. Like, that's what Mark Sanchez is more remembered for now because of that. Bingo. <laughs> it wasn't a hot dog on the sideline. Against the Raiders. It was incredible, by the way. <laughs> it was against my team. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, it was, uh, it was the butt fumble. So I guess, yeah. the, I guess the butt fumble, if any, if it's got to be one of the two. Yeah, I mean, Mark Sanchez was – early on a pretty good quarterback I mean he definitely didn't have a good offense he had LaDainian Tomlinson um he had uh, Braylon Edwards like I mean you know older guys so he did pretty well and then obviously the Jets towards the end of Rex Ryan's tenure were terrible so he gets hit down a lot but he's only known for that he's not known for his good quarterback play at USC he was a pretty boy for a long time he was all over GQ he's not remembered for that he's remembered for the butt fumble so I would rather be known for hurting myself because at least I can come back from that and then maybe have a BA next season and people forget about getting hurt. Yeah, they won three consecutive AFC championship games yep. too and nobody yep. cares. Nobody, nobody cares. cares about that. <laughs> people don't forget about the Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So the next question is is such an American question because in other cultures they don't drink to get hammered, right? They enjoy it. In fact, they start drinking at such a young age that it's such a cultural thing. You just, you have a glass of wine with food and you have a glass socially. Like you don't, they, they enjoy the alcohol, which we do too, but we, let's be honest. There's a lot of people that just drink to get hammered. So the most American question of all time, would you rather never be able to get buzzed or drunk? So, I mean, just a little slight buzz, you know, just hanging on to that or drunk, neither no matter how much you drink or one dr- one drink every single time gets you hammered. Oh, that's so tough. So you that's never get buzzed, so not even tough. a slight buzz, no matter like, how much. I guess it's like depending on the mood that day. Like sometimes I get home from work and I'm like, man, I wish one Bud Light or whatever I'm having that day. I'm just looking at my Bud Light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I never have yeah. Bud Light. This We're is an actually from Emily and Katie's parents. When yeah. I – when I got it, because um, I don't really drink this ever. That's from like a right. month and a half ago. That was July, um, early July. Yeah, so anyway, um, some days I'm like, can I just drink one and get like, right. like just forget about today? <laughs> Not often, but um, I guess, man, that's so tough. I guess not be able to get drunk or buzzed. Um, no, because like – you enjoy that feeling, you know, like but there's like, a reason you do it too. But like, 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 for example, you know, like a bachelor party, hanging out with the boys, like 
you're not going to be able to get buzzed or get drunk with the boys, you know? Right, like, that's true. But on the other so, hand, you get to see how messed up and crazy they get. Watch them all pass out and do wild true. things too. True. Yes, so <laughs> I'll stick with that. I'd rather yeah. get hammered, but if it's from yeah. one beer, then all the guys are going to be like, oh, one beer queer. Right, right. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing against. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put that out there. <laughs> We're a very loving podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, so I, I hate to agree with you, Keith, but I'm going to. I, I guess the one perk of one drink and you're good is that you're a cheap date, right? You don't spend a ton of money on booze. True. Um, especially those high. We were looking at a pack of eight high noons. It's freaking 20 bucks for eight drinks. I mean, they are cheap. Those aren't cheap, so I'm going probably never get buzzed because I could just have a drink, you know, just I, I'm grilling, so I want to have a beer while I'm grilling, you know, I'm not going to get buzzed off of a beer, but I'm, I just feel like I need, you know, need to enjoy, a, you know, cold beer or, you know, like we're, we're doing some wine tonight and I, it's a Tuesday night, I'm not getting drunk, I don't even think I'm going to get buzzed, I just, just want to have a glass or two of wine, so I right. guess I enjoy it enough that I could say, even if it doesn't get me buzzed, I'm, at least I'm enjoying it, but I hate being hammered. <laughs> Yeah, hammered. I mean, nowadays it takes me a lot, but the last time I was really, really, really drunk, and I think there's a reason for this um, that I haven't gotten really drunk since, was three years ago, mm -hmm. and I puked all over my car steering wheel as mm -hmm. I was driving. Why were you was, driving? So this was the next morning. The next morning. Oh, I'll okay, say. okay. So the next morning, I was so hammered from the night before. Wow. So my stomach was like, oh man, you know, you first thing you think, oh, eat some, eat some greasy food, eat some crappy yeah. food. Right. So I went to McDonald's, grabbed some, you know, a sandwich, hash browns, and uh, the orange juice. Yep. I was like, oh, this isn't feeling right. And as I was driving, it just boom, all of a sudden, like spewed, went all over my dash, oh, all in the buttons and my oh. steering wheel. I spent the whole day cleaning it up. Oh. Um, and I think that's why I've, I haven't been hammered since then. I don't blame you. Like so embarrassing that like yeah. even telling that I'm like yeah, this is rough. I mean, I was pot, like 26, 27 probably, but still it was just yikes. Yeah, I don't blame you. So definitely drink and never get drunk for you. <laughs> yeah. All right, am I hitting you with my last one? Yeah, let's let's go. I'm I'm all, all for right. the cringe. Let's go. Right. If this if this is weird, you can edit it out, right? It's <laughs> yeah, not actually sure. even that bad. It's not even that bad. So let me preface it for our listeners, just just so they know when I name drop. Keith's wife is Emily. My wife is Katie. So Keith, would you rather Emily have your hair, or you have Emily's hair for the rest of your lives? <laughs> I love this. This is great. This is your boys. I got it from your boys, Barstool. This is great. It's a good one. Uh, oh, I feel like I'm gonna say something I shouldn't if I go one way. Right. But I actually might. I might get used to it if she had my hair. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think there's anything wrong with that. I'm open. I don't know. Doesn't make me, you know, but. No, you're good. Um. <laughs> Rather than me having her hair, you know what? Let's go. I'll have her hair. I'll go Lord of Hogtown on you. Uh, you don't have to. You can, you can stick to your guns, man. Uh, you don't change it for anybody. 
<laughs> if you want Evelyn to have short hair, you tell her. <laughs> you know what? I'll flip that. No, I'm not doing a man bun ever. You know what? Just for the simple fact that I don't ever want to get into the realm of man bun, I'll go with her with my hair. Okay, so then I'm, I'm actually going the opposite, not for the sake of arguing, but that was my answer. I do not want Katie to have my hair because I like to keep it, not, nor not right now, but high and tight. I go high and tight. I wouldn't wish that on her, although maybe she would She would like it because then she doesn't have to do her hair every day. Yeah, right. But um, shoot, man, I hate a man bun, but it's that's in nowadays. So I grow, out of, grow my beard a little bit longer, just rock the man bun. Yeah, yeah. Call it a day. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to roll with it. Um. My stepbrother, Chris, at the wedding, he had a man bun. Yep. The week after, he cut it. And I'm like, dude, what? Did he really? Are you freaking kidding me? Like, the yeah, week right. after. Right. Everyone <laughs> gave him crap. All my buddies and me gave yeah. him crap the whole, every step of the way. Ever since we saw this little ball of ploof in the back, I'm like, what, what, what's going on here? And I made sure Tim, Steve, Dave, everyone was like, what's, what's this? Oh, man. And I mean, props for him for keeping it up for about a year. Yeah. But uh, I mean, he was ahead of the trend, I guess, because that was he two was. years ago. He's also a Broncos fan, so I'm not surprised he had a man bun. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> well, that was it, man. That's all I got for you for the Would You Rathers. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'll probably get a game in tonight for NCAA football. Uh Twitch hasn't been working out great. I need a new computer like I was talking about on Twitter yeah. and with Jordan early before we recorded. Uh, might grab a two or three hundred dollar HP. Um, I don't know. I yeah. don't really have the money for that. But just right. for one stream, like I don't know. Yeah. But um big games I'm gonna continue to put on Instagram anyway, and I'm gonna do uh you know, quarterly updates on Twitch still, just to keep the followers entertained. Um, I know Coach Meckley got some good feedback on Twitter. He's up to 75 followers now, uh, almost caught up with me. <laughs> like, More than I have. Yeah, and yeah, that's, it's been in a month and a half. Um, right, right. It's fun following these guys, though. There's Coach McDagger from FIU. He's got 70-something followers. Wow. He's got a great production, too. I mean, I saw – because I'm in a group on Facebook, like I was saying there. And uh, the guy – I forget what his name is, but um, I don't know what – if he's in, like, graphic design or something, but the guy, like, produces videos, like, highlights with music and everything. I'm like, I don't have the time for that. I could yeah, do it if I wanted to, but – you guys got like a kid and like a family too. I'm like, where are you finding this magical time? Do you have insomnia? Like, I'm barely able to get three or four games in a week. But anyway, uh, that's well. I know that I'll be um, paying extra close attention to Coach Meckley's Twitter account in late September, early October. Yep, yep. So I'm not saying anything. Oh I'm come not, on! I'll drop uh, an Easter egg somewhere. Oh, okay, that's all. I'll say. Here we go. Um, yeah, maybe in the next in the next episode, perhaps. Who knows? Hey, so pay attention, folks, for when that next episode subtle. drops. Going to be subtle. But uh, see, the thing is, too, like a job's got to come open. So we'll see. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I got Deontay Harris, who I got off of Twitter. He's checking in with me. I'm gonna, it's going to be three more years at West Virginia. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, heaven, right? Almost heaven, that's right. right. That's right. It is. <laughs> Well, folks, that's uh, that's gonna wrap it up for us today. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Thanks for following along. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at raddadpod. We're on Twitter at rad underscore dad underscore pod. 
And of course, Rad Dad Network on Twitch, although he said he's kind of more so going to be posting on Instagram when he's got those big games, having some issues with Twitch. But, um, yeah, more for there, updates. Though, yeah, more for yeah. updates, I guess, recruiting where we are in the season. Uh, because it's a uh, main menu kind of thing, the frame rate's not affected by it. So that's right. cool. Probably three yeah. or four per season. But, uh, yeah. Gotcha. All right, folks. We'll see you next week. Yep. Have a good one, guys.